Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to episode number one of the Crystal Crawford Show. That's right, we are live. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to have like a radio show voice now. It's going to be like a whole thing. Um, I am also on Facebook Live, so hey, you guys, joining me. I can't see your faces. I'm actually coming live today from, uh, where am I? Salt Spring Island. Hi, John Suk. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> Hi, Emanuela. Um, so today our topic is, I called it the badassery of energy pulls. Hey, Leslie. Um, so yeah, you guys feel free to like comment, share, interact, you know, take your top off, whatever's fun. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Robin. It's fun. So I have two screens. So if I'm like looking at the camera and then I'm looking down here, it's because I'm like doing double duty. I've got like one microphone into the thing and the other and the thing and then the thing and then the sunshine. So it's complicated. Um, I'm really, I love this topic today. And, you know, if you follow me on Facebook, like the energy polls are kind of all I've been talking about lately because um, I've been doing a lot of them every day, twice a day. And then before that, I was doing them with Julia. So I've been doing a lot of kind of energy polls. And um, I called it the badassery of energy polls because I kind of wanted to dive into, I don't know if it's the science or the what I've been discovering about what is so awesome about them and sort of a little bit about why they work and why they might you they might feel like they're not working if you think you're doing them but nothing's showing up the way you think they will or some version of that totally out of order so um one of the things that's really been like striking me lately after doing almost 90 days of energy pulling is how much I'm receiving and you'll notice like I'm sitting outside it's how cool is it that we can do Facebook live outside that is like the coolest thing ever um sitting outside receiving the sunshine on my shoulders in my hair I, like for the first time like I can feel the cushions underneath me on the seat and I can perceive the sunshine on my shoulders and the wind as it goes through my hair if there ever is wind and all the colors are bright and like it's just this, this space of receiving that I didn't even know existed and like everything in my life is awesome now even when it's not awesome it's awesome you know like everything is a gift and I you couldn't have even told me that that was something I wanted 90 days ago. I didn't even realize that that was a thing to be desired 90 days ago, right? That was just like something people that weren't me talked about that had great bodies and awesome lives. I don't know. It was just really different. And um, there's this whole conversation and access going on right now about the joy of orgasmic living. And again, within in my world, within no value for that. I'm like, why would why would you want that? Who cares? Like, is that going to make my business grow? Is that going to you know increase my money flows? Is, and um, th the answer is yes, because when you're enjoying your life, everything gets greater. And so, the thing about energy pulls, the thing about getting the energy of something as a way to create it, is that that is literally the only way that you can create the future you're aware of. It's the only way. Because the things that you and I are aware of don't exist in this reality. We don't have any reference points for what it is that we want to create. We've got bits and pieces and like clues and tips and things like that. You know, when somebody drives a Ferrari down the street and our body lights up, it's like, holy fuck that energy. You know, we've been puttering around in our Fiat for long enough. Like it's time to have more of that. Um, you know, when that woman walks by with that fabric and it brushes your leg and you're like, oh my God, that's what it would be like to wear that fabric. When you go into a beautiful hotel and you see these amazing light fixtures and the carpet is plush or the floor is polished and 
you walk into a suite and it's organized just so like you can get the energy of that, right? There's tips and there's clues um, for what we can have as, as our reality right now, like as our everyday reality. Um, I know that before these polls and before the tools of access consciousness, but probably more before these energy polls, all of that stuff felt like way off, right? It didn't, and I'm going to use the word feel, it didn't feel like something that I could actually have now that I could choose and be now. And I didn't even really, 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 really understand what it meant to be it before I could create it. And so as we've been pulling, I mean, I'm, all of these, all of these energies that I've been getting aware of every single day and I've been pulling energy into every day are starting to show up all over the place in everything that I eat, in everything that I want to wear, in everything interaction that I have, like in every conversation. And you can't linearly create that stuff. Like the, literally the only way you can create a life that is that way, that feels that way every single day is by getting the energy of it, pulling that energy in and then choosing and creating. And then choice creates awareness and then you choose again and then choice creates awareness and then you choose again. So, so the reality that you're aware of isn't here yet. I remember when actually, I know I've been doing a lot of uh, videos with John and about, and, and our relationship or whatever you want to call it, honestly, is, um, is totally beyond this reality. It's totally beyond what everybody tells you relationship is supposed to be. It's, it's beyond projection. It's beyond expectation. It's beyond um, labels. It's, it's literally, it can't really be defined except we really like being together. So we might as well call each other boyfriend, girlfriend, but it's like, it's not, it doesn't fit into any of what you would normally classify as this reality relationship. And he literally like lets me do whatever I want. I let him do whatever he wants. Um, we, there's amazing sex and there we contribute to each other with money. And that's like, those are the three things that Gary talks about, but I did not know how to create that. And I remember I was, um, I, I was dating quite a bit on Tinder. I was an avid prolific dater and it was just what I did in my downtime. It was like what I did when I got bored. So, you know, Tinder was like, you know, my thumb workout for the day. So I was doing my thumb workout for the day on, you know, it was around midnight. And, um, and I've been dating a lot. You know, I've been doing like a lot of one dates and half a date and almost no date and maybe two dates, you know, like that sort of thing. And it was fine. But I was just getting bored. I was like... I was really, and, and that Gary says that all the time. He's like, a humanoid will not change anything unless they're bored. And if you don't know what a humanoid is, go take bars and go take foundation. <laughs> You'll find out. Um, so uh, I'll say more about that in another show. Anyway, I was bored. And Gary says, you know, humanoids don't change anything unless they're bored. And I was just like, I really started being the question of like, what else is possible? And I started really, I had enough information at that point from all the dating that I'd done to have the energies of what I desired. And so I started asking for the energies and I started dating based on the energies. I started, my, my swipes, well, my swipes got a little bit faster. You know, you know how on Tinder you swipe left or you swipe right? Well, it was mostly left. And because what I didn't, I didn't look at the pictures anymore. I was looking at the energy. Hey, Erna. And so as I was dating, looking at the energy, I started asking for the energies of nurturing, kindness, gratitude, um, peace, space was a big one. I hadn't been asking for space before, somebody that had a lot of space in their universe. And I really valued that quality in my friend Torsten, but I hadn't been asking for it in the people that I dated. So guess what was showing up in the people that I dated? No space, crunchiness, 
kind of like all this stuff going on in their head all the time, no space. So I started asking for space. I started asking for somebody that loved money, either had money or loved money and was willing to be money. Um, I started asking for somebody that I could create with because I'd done enough dating to realize that uh, I really had no interest in being a trophy wife. I kind of tried it a little bit, sort of. And I'm like, God, that's going to be boring for me. I actually want somebody that I can create with. And I didn't have any proof that this kind of person existed. I didn't have, I'd never dated anybody like it. Um, I didn't see it anywhere. I didn't even really see any of my friends having it. I just started asking for it energetically, like being the energy of it, asking for the energy of it, looking for the energy of it. And then I swiped left and there was John's photograph and he has this photograph of him standing in a field. That's just all of those energies. And really now when I look at it, it was like all the energies of earth that he is. And so I swiped right and we started talking and then, you know, we've been on, well, we were on and they were off and they were on again. Um, It's not like, and then we lived happily ever after. It's like, and then started an adventure of actually creating what worked. And I'll tell you when we started creating that, it didn't really work. And so I stopped it. And then when we started creating it again, we started creating what worked. And that's a whole other podcast. So I'll save that for another time. The, The point that I want to focus on today is how I created it, which was that I got the energy of that person. I got the energy of what I desired to create as my life. The other piece of the energy of that was like, for a while, for a couple of years, I was really dating as like, hey, I'm a multi-person person. I'm like more of a harem girl than I am a monogamous girl. You know, I'm not so much monogamous. Um, and that started just kind of getting boring too. Like I had three to five on the go at a time sometimes. And I was like, yeah, this is all right. I just, it just got boring. And so when I started looking at the energy that I wanted to create as my future, I started getting a sense of that. I'm like, what matches that? What I'm doing right now or something else? And I'm like, something else. And so the energy of like one person that could actually, I could actually create with and like, you know, do stuff with and be, have fun with and be grateful for and all that other, all those other amazing things started to become more real to me. And Another piece of that whole thing, and this is just covering a hundred different facets, I hope you guys are getting that, was I really desired, I, I, was, I was beginning to commit to me. I was beginning to commit to me and, and my reality and the creation of my life. And so it also matched that for me. So there was all these different facets that as I created this, this man in my life, um, I, I didn't know how it was going to show up. And I actually didn't have a point of view. I didn't have a point of view if it showed up as a woman, a man, several people at that time. Um, it just needed to show up. I was no longer not willing to have these energies in my life anymore. And that's when things can show up. And that's actually being the pull. Like I didn't sit down and do an energy pull every day for that. I just started being these energies. I started being a pull. Um, the same thing occurs every single time I choose outside of where I've chosen before. So like I am going to benevolent capitalism in a few weeks and um, it's in Venice and I was going to just stream it. And then I wasn't, well, actually I wasn't going to choose it at all. And then I was going to just stream it. And then my friend Heather messaged me and she's like, Hey, are you going to Bencap? And I'm like, damn it, Heather, I can't say no to you. So I said, yes. And then, so now I'm going to Venice. And this class is not, is one of the most expensive classes in Access Consciousness. It has no prerequisites. It's been the class for me, um, as soon as I like chose Maestro and I created Maestro, which is an access class with the highest prerequisites, Benevolent Capitalism was the next invitation to me that I just, I just had made out of reach. You know, it was like, it was, it cost enough money that I would go to that when I 
was rich. I would go to that class when I had lots of money. I would go to that class when. And so I changed that this year, and I just chose it. And every time that I have chosen way outside of what I've ever created before, I become this energetic pull to draw it into my world. That's just what it is because the choice creates, the choice creates. And in that choice, it's like, there's just no way I'm not going. There's no way I'm not going to create it. There's no way I'm not having the money for that. That's just silly. Like, why would it, that's, there's just no way. Cause I've chosen it. I am going, I booked the ticket. I've got the Airbnb and I've chosen it. And so that is one way that energy pulls work is when you choose something, you become the pull to create that into your world. Like that's, it's, it's the need and tug of the way things work here. Um, we don't, I know a lot of us in access consciousness talk about this quite a bit, but in the real world, in the real world, we don't really talk about like, this is the way things are. This is actually how things work. We are functioning finally when we're willing to do that with the way things actually work. And when you choose the energy, like not only do you become an energetic pull, like the whole universe like gets sucked into your creation and it has your back and is contributing. It rises up to meet you and starts quantum entangling you into exactly what it is you desire. Now that same thing is true of when you are really great at tugging in disaster into your world, by the way, same principles apply. You are desiring disaster. You have it. The universe rises up to meet you. You become the energy walking pole for disaster. How does it get better than that? So we have this fucking stunning energetic capacity um, that I am finally getting a sense of after doing 90 days of energy poles. <laughs> and so I was reading in Prosperity Consciousness today, and um, she writes in here on page 100, she's like, you want to get a sense of what you wish your life and your work and your business to be. And so she, I'm going to read this to you real quick. So she goes, one day during a conversation, Gary shared with us the way he created access as a business. He explained how he created by receiving rather than by using control, force, and effort. <laughs> I love being quantum entangled too, Susan. <laughs> in so many different ways. He's no idea. Um, so this was an inspiration to us. We saw, we saw what it would take for us to create our business consciously. And this is Stephen and Chutissa Bowman talking. When Gary was establishing his business, he began by getting a sense of what he wished his life and work and business to be, exactly the way that I created John. He felt the vibration of all the elements he wished to have in his life and in his work. And so just to sort of riff on this as I'm reading it, like every time I travel now and I go to a beautiful hotel, I, get a, I really sit there and receive and get a sense of what it is about the hotel is, that's lighting me up. I, I become conscious of it. I shine the light of my awareness on it so that I can add that to the energies that I'm asking for in my life. Like so many times we go through our life unconsciously. We sit in an amazing chair and we let it contribute to our bodies, but maybe we don't, maybe it doesn't occur to us to add those energies to what we're asking for, to the future we're asking for. You can actually have everything that you're willing to be aware of. You add all those energies to what you're asking for, and then they start to show up. So Gary got a sense of what he wanted his life, his work, and his business to be. He didn't just think it. He got the sense of it. He got the vision of what his life and work and business would look like and what they would feel like and the kind of freedom he would have and what he would be able to do and how he would be able to spend his time. He felt the vibration of all the elements he wished to have in his life and his work. He then stuck a little bubble out in front of him containing those elements. 
He pulled energy into the bubble from all over the universe until he felt it growing stronger. And then he let little trickles of energy go out to all those people who might be looking for him and didn't know it. Do you know there's people all over the planet that are looking for you and don't know it? Until you tell them. You've got to tell them you're there. You've got to let them know that, hello, I'm over here. Hello, hello. Hi, it's me you're looking for. I'm the one. I'm the guy. By the way, that's how I got hired. My first, one of my first jobs in Access Consciousness, I walked up to Heather Nichols and I had heard her at the microphone and she was talking, she had sat on the microphone. She's like, hey, does anybody want to work with me in my business? And I, uh, I walked up to her and I was like, I was like, it's me you're looking for. I'm the one. It's like, you sent me a little trickle. I got the memo. She's like, great, you're hired. I do that in real life too. <laughs> um, so every time he encountered an opportunity that had the sense, that had that same sensation or the energy of his vision, he went for it, whether it made any sense to him or not. Do you notice that that sentence doesn't include whether he had the money for it or not, whether he knew how he was going to create it or not, whether he had the roadmap to it or not. It didn't say that. It said, every time he encountered an opportunity that matched his vision, he went for it, whether it made any sense or not. When an opportunity, and Gary would say possibility, when a possibility didn't have that same sensation, he didn't go there. He just said no. If a situation or possibility had some of the elements that he desired, but not all of them, he didn't go there either. He didn't say, it's close, it's ish, yeah, ish, yeah, ish is good enough, we'll go there. He didn't do that. Gary did a lot of different things, and each thing he did led him closer to developing access as it is now. Can you even imagine, like, he would not have had any idea what he was doing when he first started. He didn't have a name for this stuff that he just knew, he just started. And then he just kept choosing, and then he just kept choosing, and then he kept choosing, and then all of a sudden it needed a name, so what was he going to call it? Out it popped. His business has been hugely successful. I don't know if you've noticed. Access has grown exponentially over the last 15 years and continues to expand and flourish. Um, and the Winfrey's, and I guess she must have been talking about the Winfrey's before. So Winfrey's have become exceptionally wealthy because they've chosen to do what they love. They've provided goods and services that would benefit the world at large and have been justly rewarded in return. So that was kind of at the end there, a little bit more into the benevolent capitalism conversation, which we will be having because I'm going to Venice, so you will have a radio show about that. Um, but so that's, what, so that's what Gary did. He's like, he got a sense of what he wanted his life and his business to be like. Now, how the fuck was Gary Douglas going to define and conclude and compute access consciousness before he started it? Hello, that, he's got the most undefined, not predictable, undefinable business on the planet. There's no fucking way he would have been able to define it or conclude it before he started it. He literally had to be present with what was coming out and then present and then just get the energy of it. And, and access consciousness for me is such a great example of so many different facets of what it is that I want to institute into the world, meaning, meaning, it changes all the time and it's always willing to be on the creative edge of consciousness, which nobody else is doing. There's no validation for anything access is creating in the world, except for the fact that all of us just keep playing and paying and it keeps getting bigger. Um, so something's working. And even that doesn't matter because in a second, Gary would drop everything and just follow what he knew. Why? Because he's committed to what he knows. He's committed to the energies he's aware of. He's committed to the future that he's asking for. He's committed to himself. He's not committed to us. He's not even committed to access consciousness. He's like he's committed to himself and his relentless pursuit and desire for more consciousness. So that's 
that that is the badassery of energy pool. That you is being willing to like really every day become a craftsman of your reality. You're becoming a craftsman of your reality. You're handcrafting and practicing every single day, knowing and being and receiving and perceiving every single day. That's what you're doing. Instead of practicing judging ourselves, which is what we're really fucking good at because we do it 24 seven. What if, just what if we replaced that practice with a different practice, the practice of being, the practice of receiving, the practice of knowing, the practice of receiving. And that, like, what would change in your world if you were as committed to that as you've been committed to judging yourself? Jesus, you'd be an expert within minutes. <laughs> so that's what I love about these polls is they take a process that, you know, most of the world tries to make really linear. Like most of the world is going to tell you that you've got to create a business plan or you've got to get, do the structured thing to have an online business. You do step A, step B, step C. I promise you'll get these results. It's, it's horseshit. It's just horseshit. It just doesn't work like that. So, so the energy pulls are about, it, oh gosh, it's just about creating in a way that actually does work. And not only works, but it's easy. Gary says we refuse ease more dynamically than anything else. What the fuck are we doing that for? What would it be like if you were actually willing to have your life be easy? all of life comes to you with ease and joy and glory. If it could come to you with ease and joy and glory, if everybody's bullshit could come to you with ease and joy and glory, if everybody's insanity could come to you with ease and joy and glory, if everybody's shit could come to you with ease and joy and glory, if the fact that you're judging yourself in this moment could come to you with ease and joy and glory, you see how there's no point of view in that? That's easy. That's what these create. Ease and joy. And joy is that deep sense of peace. And glory is the exuberant expression of life in all things. But glory is what the earth is being. Glory is, yeah, that, just that. So if you want to right now, you can get a sense, like get a sense of what you wish and what you would be, not just wish, what do you, what do you desire your life to be like? I started really looking at this from like, Every day that I get up, I'm engaged in a create in a creation. Every also when I'm sleeping, but let's just say when I wake up. I'm I am in either a somnambulant dance between insanities in the moment I wake up, or I am in an interactive, engaging creation that day. So if your life when you woke up every day was an engaging, interactive creation, what would be different would you still have the same sheets on your bed or would you trash those puppies in a heartbeat would you would you get up and walk on that same carpet or would you really rather be walking on a different floor when you go to your kitchen are you getting dishes out of your cupboard that light you up or are they pragmatic every single moment of your day is an opportunity to change something to add something to have different energies so I started looking at this my entire day because I was going through a lot of my days just, like, getting through it, you know. And I stopped wanting to do that anymore. I'm like, what, what would it be like to have, like, orgasmic moments every second of my day? For me to love walking in my home. And I still have not yet created that. I'm closer. 
but what would it be like if I walked in my home and I just melted into the walls because I was so happy to be there? Like when I love things, my whole body loves them. And so if I don't love things, I know it because my whole body doesn't love it. So that, so if you get the energy of what it is you would love a day in your life to be like, is it super busy running from two and things? Do you have space in between? Are you surrounded by mountains? Do you have water nearby? Would you rather be on the beach? And then what would you like your business to be like? Is it vibrant and strumming with people calling you all the time? Like, do you have programs online? Is it, are you, do you have products just flying out the door? Like, what would you like your business to be like? And you got to get that energy. And then just put it in front of you and put all your barriers down. And just start receiving from those energies. You don't have to do anything. You just literally just start receiving from them. And it's very similar to like when you're sitting across from somebody that you absolutely adore and it's almost like they look into your soul and you start to cry tears of gratitude because you've been seen. That's like with the receiving of all of these energies that really, that are already in existence, but all you have to do is invite in. And you just keep practicing that every day. You keep choosing that space every single day. And then you choose as that space and you create as that space. And you, you pick people that match that energy and you pick things that match that energy and you pick classes that match that energy. And that is how that life gets actualized. And then you get to be surprised all the time because it never shows up the way you think it will. And so you get to be constantly surprised. And that is the adventure of being alive. That's the adventure of being alive. So cool. So I am going to end on that note. And I'm so grateful that you guys are here. And what would it be like to invite yourself to creating your life in that way all the time? And what energy and space and consciousness can you and your body be to outcreate yourself with total ease? And everything that doesn't allow that, you just, just destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, 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 Cool. If you guys like this, share it. I'm so grateful to be doing this. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that we get to just create something different on the planet. And uh, I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>